Hey everyone, this is Trauma Drama, and we are your hosts, Kaylee and Nick, and this is where we discuss surviving adulthood. We can probably agree that we're all pretty fucked up and that it affects us every day, whether we know it or not. I used to think that wasn't me, but if you come from a family, live in our society, go to school, experience love, sex, and friendships, then you're in the right place. Kay and I are going to break down everyday life and problems that come from managing your drama post-trauma. Let's fucking do it. Welcome back, everybody. It is Trauma Drama again. It's still me, Kaylee, and that is still Nick, and we are super excited for our episode today. Um, Nick, tell everybody what we're going to get into, what we're up to. All right, everybody. On today's episode (laughs) of Trauma Drama, Trauma Drama, (laughs) fuck up our whole name. We're having a really slow start to this episode. I think we can be transparent about where we're at. (laughs) Yeah, it's Sunday night. We changed up the recording time. We're old now. It's really hard. Oh, it's seven. It's almost bedtime. It's eight o'clock my time, which is like really oh, bedtime. Right. I go to bed at like 10 o'clock. So it feels really late. I can't do anything when the sun is down. I practically like no. rise and exist with the sun. So you can literally only watch TV. When it's the horrible. Sun is done. Yeah. And All right, I'm going to try it again. I'm going to try it again. Okay. Um, on today's episode of Trauma Drama, we're going to start with background check segment. <laughs> That's if, if someone would do background on me, what would what would I not want them to find? Mm. Um, so that's that's new. So that's gonna be really fun. Um, and then our main topic is gonna be relationship roles. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna get controversial. So hang tight. Mm-hmm. Um, then lastly, we have a fuck one, marry one, kill one again. Yes. So it's very exciting. Kaylee doesn't know who I'm bringing into this one. So. Yes, and we always do the fuck one, marry one, kill one with women identifying humans, which is super fun, but also important. Um, Important to know. I think we can mix it up. Women Some identifying. It. Yeah. Humans. Did you pick that, or am I lying? I don't. I don't know what that means. Actually, <laughs> it might just be the slow start. But did, I, did you pick women for that segment? No, actually, I didn't, and that was a surprise. So thanks for that. <gasps> I ruined a hit. Fucking I fucking stupid. ruined everything. I'm so sorry. Ah, <laughs> uh, again, I really wish we were in different energy, and I think we can get there. So please bear with us. Yeah. Don't pause yet. We're gonna get into good <laughs> stuff. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be good. Okay, you go first. Okay. If someone were to do a background check yes. on you, what is like the last thing you you don't want them to find out? Yes, and so I want to start with this segment by saying um, that we like there are illegal questions, right? That people can't ask you or they they can't know about when you're interviewing or in a like a job setting. So can people, I have an example of one of those? People can't ask you if I. Like if I'm newly married, people can't ask me, are you thinking of having a baby soon? Like that might impact if we give you the job because what if you go on maternity leave soon? Or people can't ask you about your sexuality, your ability. Um, They can't ask you about anything like that is not directly related to your performance in that position. Okay, this is is insane because this is actually a tough segment for me because up until this point in my life, I've actually had background checks almost every year Mm, with uh, if it was... Police department, sheriff's mm-hmm. department, fire departments. So I've had to live my life up to this point. Like I was going to get a background check right. and go through polygraphs, all that stuff. So it, there's some fun stuff, not so fun stuff. Mm. But I have been asked everything under the sun from like Whoa. your fi- your, fina- your finances. How much are you in debt? Okay, we need all of your receipt. Like everything from your bank statements, everything. Okay, two, have you had sex with any farm animals? What? Including dogs, cats, goats, chickens. All Shut of the that. fuck up, Nick. Yeah, in interviews, I've been grilled for three hours by the United States government, <laughs> and, and and they are asking 
terrible questions. I didn't and, know that. Yeah, and some questions are super easy. Like, uh, hey, this job, we work holidays. How are you going to handle that? I, you're a family man. You know, it's like, oh, well, actually, I've been working in the restaurant industry, so I, I'm away from my family on holidays. Mm. And then, like, are you saying that being a cop is the same as being a server? Uh, no, no, man, that wasn't what I was saying. <laughs> I was just answering your question. It, That's crazy. Super, those are the people I'm getting interviewed by. So I, I can't believe no one's asked you that because I have been asked like, okay, oh my God, kids, no. what are you going to do when you have kids? Okay, how many sexual partners do you that have? Is... What, porn, what porn sites do you visit? <gasps> List all of them. If you, if you run out of room, go to the back of the page. That is literally it was so in, illegal. Yeah. But maybe it's, it's I don't know. Maybe for these positions. I was going to say maybe federally there's different... Um, circumstances but I've also worked on like federally funded college campuses and universities and that has never been I think it's might just be the thing the authority I'm given I have to Hmm. they just have to know who they're giving that badge to like uh and we can right and that's a whole other episode to get into about like yeah the vetting versus the educating of police officers and like federal Ah, yeah, employees and agents and like that's a whole other thing but sociopaths get through oh and God. i couldn't because i was i had a conscious that right. was why i didn't make it so yeah that's a different topic because i have a lot to say oh i know we could totally dive into that but anyways let's, let's start with your background anyways. check question or background check what, yes. what, what would they find my background check answer is that um <laughs> there's like some really these are truths right these are yeah these are truths we're not like worst case scenario doing this this is this is actual stuff that happened right i well and i want to say too like i've also been background checked many times for work as well and i know Mm -hmm. that um when we were talking about this segment i was like yeah legal things make sense as far as like what people would need to run background checks for and um Mm -hmm. but i think there's also so many things that i still like would not want my workplace to know about if i was interviewing and I was going to say most of them are related to the illegal questions about like my sexuality or my choices in having children and like those right. sort of things. But I think I am a really, really young presenting like woman in a workplace. And so a lot of the times I feel like my sexuality is on display, but also my femininity is on display. And okay. I think like if somebody was to ask me about that, I would never want to, one, work there, but I would also like feel really uncomfy talking about that in a job interview setting. But I think related to the more like juicy stuff in the content, yeah, give me the good um, stuff. I think I, because I am so young and because of like the workplace that I'm in, sometimes I don't want people to know about like how fucking crazy I am, like how much I go mm. out and do crazy shit and my Denver benders and my crazy weekends and the amount that I drink and like I wouldn't want people to know in my workplace about that but I also like I live where I work so like I have people here this weekend and people have been texting me who's at your house right who what's going on and I'm like leave me alone yeah they're super in your business god like get away from me so also like that's a different part of being really involved in the workplace and having your personal life yeah. on display when you live yeah, you're where you in, work. You live yeah. on your campus, yeah. so it's very hard to get away from that. Totally, totally. So um, I was also asked those questions, so I had crazy, uh, prepared Nick. to answer, and I can't that's fucking crazy. lie because they just asked me for the last 60 people I knew. Wow. And the la- go back 15 years in your job history. I'm like, oh, good thing I've only been working for four. Wow. Like, it's just insane stuff. So I don't know, I guess. 
mine would be stuff that might have slipped through the cracks or like mm. I I kind of like wasn't 100% honest with was in college like what I did with like marijuana stuff uh-huh. like my <laughs> I went to school out of state uh-huh. so I didn't want stupid out of state weed I wanted California weed okay. so I had my parents mail me mm. marijuana yeah. which is illegal totally it's federal you can't do that yeah like, state lines like that so <laughs> that was illegal and I kind of worded that a little differently um, I so, actually yeah. had a student do that and I had to have a conduct meeting with them about yeah, that yeah. like somebody sent them a care package and it reeked of marijuana and okay. campus safety was called and all that stuff and the girl was like I had no idea. Like, this was a surprise <laughs> care package. Like, I didn't know that they would do that. Like, that's so stupid. You're right. And I was like, yeah. Like, so I, I mean, she wasn't, I didn't find her responsible. Like, she didn't get in trouble. I was just like, yeah, all right. Don't do that mine again. Was a or more, like, mine was a little more burnt. Ugh. It's like, hmm, from your dad and mom, um, <sighs> the weed's in your whey protein. It's <laughs> that's a, that's a little deliberate, don't you think, Nick? <gasps> Oh, so. sorry. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Wow. I feel like we can spend a lot more time with this topic on another yeah, time. Yeah, that was, really, that was I, really fun. I feel like I want to dive into that a lot more, but I want to get into the meat of our topic yes. too. Do you want to introduce how this came about? Like what your thought process is on relationship the, uh, roles? The relationship roles? Relationship roles, yeah. I think it came... Oh, fuck. I don't know. I think it popped up in one of the other segments yeah. where I got really like mm-hmm. weird about uh, equal... Yes. Uh, how, what am I trying to say? Um, household roles should be equal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Something like that. I think I don't equal know. Equal effort or equal up. responsibility. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, do you want to start being kind of fresh out of a yeah, relationship? Or totally. Do you want me to do it? Yeah, I can start because I think I, um, I think I've said this in other episodes too of like being the type of person that I am and surviving the traumas that I have in my life. I like as a. As a young kid, I was really parentified and was learned, it was learned in me to do things on my own. Like being very mm-hmm. independent is a big part of my life because of how parentified I was as a young kid. And so I have always held the belief and still hold the belief that I can do everything by myself. Like I can be financially and emotionally, spiritually independent. Um, and that bleeds into my, how I go into relationships and that bleeds into how I understand relationship roles. So me okay. being in the position that I am in, like I, in my last relationship was the main breadwinner and Mm -hmm. was the main, um, like financial support system for our relationship. Would it be safe to say a reversed roles? Yeah. Reverse kind of. Fuck. Yeah. Like I, I would love to have the, like, (laughs) I used to always tell Johnny this of like, stay-at-home dog dad is like my dream for a partner of mine. Like I want to be able to like, do my thing in my career, but I also think I want to talk about this later in the segment about just like the weight of career, life, and emotional roles for women. Like I think, mm-hmm. I think that um, through second and third wave feminism, women have taken on different roles, both at like outside of the home and inside of the home. Um, I also believe in like a woman's choice in where they want to spend their time and to like pour into their world whether like if somebody wants to be a housewife lift them up let them be a housewife like let that be there isn't anything wrong with how things used to be and i'm gonna ignore that comment nick and (laughs) wait (laughs) what did i just say what did i say (laughs) there's nothing wrong with how things used to be 
Oh, I was feeding off your Pretty tone. Problematic. No, 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 no. I was feeding <laughs> off your tone 100%. I was like, oh, wow, she really opened that door for me. Here we go. Here it is. Lay it up. Don't no, because you said um, lift them up. That's okay. And I was yes. like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with how things used to be. But because I thought that was what you were implying well, as well. Yes and no. Like, yeah, it, I don't want there to ever be like a this is how it used to be. So we should still do it. But okay, hold on. What I meant, if a woman loves that, there's nothing wrong with Correct. going back but, to what it was for but, that person, for that one individual. But what it was, right? there was no choice. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I was ignoring that part. I don't. <laughs> I can't think of every possible That's, fucking outcome. Yes, you can. That's the point. No, I'm saying very generally basic. If a woman wants to go back, yes. how she would Stop have Stop saying go back. I'm going to kill you. Okay, yeah. is that, that's the problem? <laughs> yes, because like reliving history is where harm lives. Like if we need... I... So what would be the difference today? She's like, oh, no, it's okay. I choose this. Yes. That's it. That's, it. that's yes. the only difference. Yes, correct. Between Don't make... me saying just go back <laughs> yeah. to how things were for those... I think I'm getting stuck on something that I understand in here. It might not be as important to our listeners, but I, I got stuck on that and I can... I can let it go. I can process and understand what you're saying, and we can agree to disagree and move forward. There we go. That's okay. how it goes. Can I make the rest of my point? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the rest of no, my, yeah, go, the go rest of my point was that, like, if that is what a person wants to do, give them that choice. But it, the, the difference now is that if a person who, like, if a woman wants to be 100% a career person, not necessarily have children or engage in any household, like, sort of activities that, I guess, um, have been a normal socialized role for women, like, that should be allowed too. But what's happening, I think, now is that women are expected to do it all. Women are expected to also be in the home, are also expected to care for the kids, are also expected to pursue a career, and also are expected to have a hobby, drink enough water, go to therapy, exercise, like, do you, like... Be the wonder the dark, woman that of That dark it all. aspect yes. of my like consciousness is like, yep, this is what you fucking asked for. And I go knew- go for it. You didn't. You didn't just want to stay inside. Here, go have your rosé. Oh, and like I'm, that's like such. I know. I, it's I know, really I'm problematic. Kidding. I know you're kidding, but I think that it's a common perception. Like I don't think that you're off base with how a lot of people think. I obviously enthusiastically disagree with you, but yeah. I think that it's satire. It's yes, how I handle. It's I know. I, I know. <laughs> And I think like, but now there's opening another like great avenue of choice for men to step out of traditional relationship roles as I, well. Speaking so. as a man, I think sometimes yeah. we get we get frustrated because mm-hmm. we're we are we're trying, and now the women are like, "Can you please take on more roles in the house?" And it's yes. like, "Okay, um, oh, fuck, I didn't see any of that growing up. You're gonna have to tell me. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know." And that's and such then a it's like wow. Well, then I'll do it. You don't give a fuck. You don't care. It's like <laughs> nope. That's not what I said. I yeah. I do care. I want the house to be cleaned. I just I don't have a fucking clue how to do it. And I think you made such a good point, Nick, that it isn't talked about a lot. Is that where are people supposed to learn that? You know, like I think yeah, that that's and I a think really that's why, good point. I think that's why I'm saying go back because I'm only mm-hmm. like I'm using history. Like okay, this yeah. is what I saw. Right now we're making our own headway, which mm-hmm. is awesome. I love the way my household runs. And I wouldn't change it for anything because if Kayla, my wife, wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, mm-hmm. I would have to go get another job. Mm-hmm. Like, we need a dual income right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day, if she was making the big bucks, mm-hmm. I would be a stay-at-home dad 100%. Mm-hmm. And, like, where I really wanted to dive into this is here. So if you have anything you wanted I to do. say before we... 
Okay. I have one more thing I want to say before we dive into your thought. I appreciate you giving me space for that. Because I also yeah. wanted to say we're... <laughs> Fuck. I spilled my coffee all over myself. Instant karma. Yeah. I, I wanted to say again that we're talking about very heterosexual relationships. Like we're not yeah. talking about queer relationships. And I think I would love to hear from our listeners that might be queer identifying or grew up with queer parents because I think that the roles are so much different in queer spaces of like lifelong partnerships, continued expectations, mm-hmm. um, dual like give and take and in a really different way. So I would love to know yeah, more I'm super from curious our listeners too, about that. Because I'm yeah. I'm curious where that line is. Like yeah. if, if if as a male we're diverting from what we were supposed like what we have been doing, mm. that's not queer, right? That's not what you're saying. No, I'm saying. Okay. Um, I'm saying like for people say you made the you made the comment about like where could somebody learn this, learn these things if it was so, mm-hmm. um, ingrained in a lot of the generation before us, like their expectations in the house or in career, um, and I think well, what if somebody was raised with queer parents, like two dads, two moms. Um, gender non-binary humans like where would those roles lie but then also how would that child learn like would they be more open would they have different experiences like I think that is a it would be really curious to do an experiment like that and see how much is nurtured and how much is just Mm. in their nature because I would that's kind of where I'm at where I'm like oh fuck I didn't notice the dishes were dirty and I was in the sink and I just it's not something I noticed but Kayla sees it before she walks in the room Mm. so I and, am curious. And I think there's, yes, a like a nature and nurture component, but I also think there's a big socialization umbrella that we don't mm-hmm. think about either because how do we see gender roles depicted in movies, TV shows, books, like so many okay. different parts of our culture that if also we took play it a, a step, role. If we took it a step further mm-hmm. and really had a controlled experiment, mm-hmm. none of that was, I would <laughs> yeah. be curious yeah. how much that, because there is that mother instinct, right? Mm-hmm that's how we've survived as a yeah. as a species before there were like rules and like yeah. stuff to do um, are you gonna bring up so your caveman stuff again no no i don't need I don't need to this episode it's too late it's too it's, the, yeah. it's dark outside i can't handle a caveman stuff right now yeah, yeah. <laughs> um okay but um, you're gonna make your point about you and kayla yes because you are currently yeah. the only one of us two that's in a relationship so i would like to hear about that yeah so something my dad said one of the I think he gave me two really good advices. One of them was a happy marriage, like a happy relationship. The three F's mm. need to be fulfilled and it needs to be good. And it can, however anybody wants to do it. Is one of them fucking? Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Finance, <laughs> food, food <laughs> and, and fucking. Fu- and fucking and yeah. Fuck. Oh, that's yeah. incredible. Finance, food, finance, food. fucking. Yeah. Well, do you know? The, the three F's of every good mm-hmm. relationship. Um, I stand by that. Those are also... Keep your... We, here's another one. Keep your man's belly full and his balls empty. That's so sexist. The peaky I, fucking that's blinders. That's disgusting. Yeah. I fucking hate you. Um, what? That's the three Fs. I just said it. I just said it differently. No, you didn't. Because in the three... <laughs> the three Fs implies, like, dual exchange. Oh, oh did it? I'm kidding. I'm, I'm going. I'm going. Uh, I hate I'm just trying you to call. at night. Like I hate yeah. your witching hour. It's really upsetting me. Um, it's bad. I'm sorry. It's really bad. This is my worst time and your best time, and I feel like it's showing. I'm the most awake, and I'm <laughs> running all over you. 
Usually you put up a fight. I know. I can't. Like, I'm helpless right now. <laughs> Kicking no. a down dog or something. Stop. No, Sorry. but Okay, I no, think... I'll go back. I understand. Okay. I was I was being an asshole. Um, so going into yeah. those three, the three Fs, like, the sex stuff comes. We've talked about that already. We'll continue to talk about it. Food, probably a different topic. Mm-hmm. Finances is where I want to talk about it sure. a little bit because I think for our relationship and where I came from, it was really huge that I was in control of our finances because I, my anxiety just goes through the roof when I'm not. And for someone who doesn't have maybe like a safety net to fall back on, yeah. I had to create my own. And so now when I'm in a marriage, now I've got someone else to do that Absolutely. too. So the other side of this coin that's really cool is my wife never has to worry about money. She doesn't mm. really need to ask if there's money in the account when she needs to do something. And she had, it was a big learning curve for her to understand mm. like my system because I was like, there's always money in there. And there's also always money in savings. Mm. Like I have, you know, you just go through your checking account, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. We could do an audit episode if we wanted to. But long story short, big picture stuff that could be life or death, I've kind of taken on the roll up. Mm. And then Kayla's Kayla's killing it. She's running this household like nobody's business, Mm. right? But I do believe I've given her those tools to do it. Mm. And in the house, it's her rule. Like what she says goes like, and so I've got chores that I do mm. weekly. So she works, I work. So I guess now where's the balance at? Right. Do you have anything you want to? Yeah. No, and I think I want to add to that in light of my previous relationship. I also yep. want to say your food, finance, and fucking is also um, a lot of Maslow's baseline hierarchy of needs that we've talked about in mm. another episode. And like yeah. sex, food, shelter are the three baseline needs. So I think that scientifically yeah. is true so you can tell it was your dad who gave yeah, me that yeah and analogy. i know it was my dad yeah uh-huh. yeah it was good yeah but i, I mean, think uh, go ahead um i was just saying the the peaky blinder quote i threw in if you are trying to please a man i mean that is a simple way to do it so kaylee yeah. if you have anything to suggest about how to please a woman i would hmm. love to hear it any simple things like a little snippet of what i just said probably not <laughs> At least know where the clit is. We've talked about this. Okay. There we... Fuck yeah. At that's least, awesome. At least. This is the clit. Okay. Um, you learned yeah. last week that it had a hood, so... Yes. Have you utilized that? Perfect. Yeah, I changed it? the oil and everything. That's great. Thought... Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that's pretty exciting. Um, no, it was good. I was like, oh, Kaylee yeah. taught me this. She was like, what? I hope you Sorry, don't ever about... say that. Probably should have <laughs> talked about this before I... I hope my name never comes up in the bedroom. So, <laughs> so I mean, we'll, we'll get past oh. it. Anyways, um, I, yes, I wanted to add on to what you were saying about your role in taking on the finances because I think. Yeah, because I didn't want to get too far in yeah. the weeds about talking about mm-hmm. now we're both working because then that's, yeah. it's getting more specific to our yeah. relationship. And so in my last, in my last relationship with Johnny, um, like I said, I'm the main breadwinner. Like I provide our housing. I provide, um like our like we didn't ever share a bank account or have shared finances but Mm -hmm. like we didn't have to pay rent we didn't have to pay utilities we didn't have to do any of those things um so financially we were both independent from each other however i provided our most stable um like source of income our no our home like our most stable um which I mean would be part of the income, say? right? Yeah, I thank you for saying that. I have that. no yeah, yes. I think it's income is the word you're looking for. Perfect. Thank you for saying that because I often Because they would they would they would have added on to your salary. Correct. My enough salary money to pay rent. My salary would be much higher if I did not get housing as a part of my yeah. 
position. So, um, and like, you know, Johnny did do a lot of things around the house, but like I still ran the household. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I yes, really appreciate what you had said about like Kayla runs the fucking household. Like I was financially supporting us like 70% and I was also running the house and that became so emotionally draining because then it was also mm-hmm. me running things emotionally and then it was also me doing all of these things and like um, well yeah and the the mental checklist mm-hmm. you have to have when someone says like hey what are we eating for dinner oh tonight? my god like, oh my god I forgot I even had to keep track like, of the stuff in the fridge so Kayla sometimes yeah. can't delegate to me chores because mm-hmm. she's got so much so I try to pick up things totally. and I'm getting better but it's I have and I a lot of positive reinforcement for you partners out there who are trying to your significant others if they're not going li- to if they're not willing to listen and mm. like try to change Fuck. as long as it's in the healthy way drop them they're done yes they're not, you're not going to survive yes. this, in this world without a partner who's willing to like evolve with you so and especially post trauma like I think I want to yeah. circle it all back to you know our kind of main point too is that post trauma Food, finances, and fucking are the three most important things I could ever need. And when I used mm-hmm. to talk to, um, you know, Kayla and our other friend Alana about my relationship with Johnny, like people would ask me, you know, describe what this is like for you. Like describe how this relationship is. And the only word I could think of was safe. Like safety is yeah. my number one like stable thing as somebody who has survived trauma and like safety is so appealing to me and so sexy like somebody who can bring a routine somebody who can bring constant you know like like the fact that john johnny was constantly there bottom line period like that's my lowest bar of like he just was there and that brought me so much safety and that brought me so much security and that brought me so much and i do feel it's necessary to Mm -hmm. mention that the this could be broken up into two different Mm -hmm. because i feel i'm i'm i just made a huge change a year-ish ago mm. with my own mental state of mind. Mm-hmm. And I no longer needed Kayla to feel safe. Mm. And she thought I didn't love her anymore. And, she thought, and I was like, no, no, no. It's none of that. I just, I feel good with it. I don't need you. Like, yeah. I don't need you. Yeah. I want you and you make my life so much better. Mm-hmm. And we're going to kill it together. And I want to be with you forever. But like, totally. I'm, I'm good with who I am. I feel safe within my own skin. But yeah. She's an awesome partner, very honest. Right. I feel super safe in my relationship with her. There is a difference, what we're talking about. If, and I think if like, you're looking f- yes. for stability because yes. you can't survive on your own, yes, that's that's a little unhealthy. And I was just gonna say, like sometimes the things that are the sexiest and make us feel the best and like warm our hearts are not always the healthiest. Like yeah. feeling needed feels so incredible and like attractive, but like feeling needed is a is a trauma response. Like mm. I think. Yeah, I mean that was why I wanted to be yeah. a first responder. I I needed to wow. be. I needed. Yeah. To pay the ultimate sacrifice totally. and die for someone else totally. before I could feel important. Like. Yeah. So yeah, I get it. I also think I want to say about circling back to relationship roles. Like mm-hmm. what I used to feel a lot was exhaustion and this is probably me being a like a a control freak which is part of my trauma as well but like feeling exhausted when like things getting didn't get done the way that I wanted them to be done and then feeling like I had to get it done so like when you said about Kayla like and your um your job doing the dishes of like oh that's not how you're gonna do it or you're not gonna do it right or like I'll just fucking do it like I used to feel that way a lot and I never thought I was gonna be that person but like 
I became that person of like, I asked you to call the vet because Millie needs something from the vet. And then it doesn't happen in like two or three days. Millie's my dog. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously Millie's my dog. My sweet girl. (laughs) Um, And then two, three days go by. Nothing happens and like the vet's not called. So then I throw up my hands. I'm like, I'll just fucking do it. And then I get it done that day. Right? Like that part is so exhausting. And so I think that's the part of me also managing the household as well as managing the finances, as well yeah. as managing emotions, as well as all of and those that things. And that one's tougher because for me as a spouse, yeah, tell me what you need. I'll mm. do it. But I'm going to probably do it the way I want to do it. <sighs> yes. You know, is that cool? Mm. Because it's not, I don't, I don't feel it's healthy that you're throwing on your agenda. Mm. On I get things have to get done. Mm-hmm. So just let me know when they need to be, be done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can't relate to the pet stuff because that falls under my my responsibilities because um, it falls under finance. So M- Kayla's always like, I feel like my stuff, Kayla's mm. roles, she feels that they're more everyday stuff. Mm. And I, I do agree with her. She makes the household function. Yeah. But my stuff takes a little more time. And when it comes up, mm. it's it's a little more crucial because it's like it's hundreds of dollars that need to be traced and need to be audited and need to be sent off to someone to get reimbursed. Mm. And it, it just doesn't happen without someone doing it. And, and so I want to ask too, like, did you all talk about this? Like, did you all like decide who was going to take on what role or did it come naturally? Like, what was that like? Simply put, um, okay, give me, I don't have access to your, like, this is like the timeline it went. Mm. I guess first, let me go back a little bit more. <laughs> Before I proposed to the woman I plan to marry, I had like three main questions and one of them was finances. Mm. What do we plan to do with these finances and she said we're gonna have a combined income and that was new she didn't mm. think that when we first started dating she wanted things separate wow. everything's equal but then as we've evolved she was like i don't think it's ever gonna be equal and i was like i don't think so either wow and so we combined finances okay cool that's step one now we know what we're gonna do that is so powerful nick thank you i didn't i didn't really plan it to be powerful <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think like really it, that's not often said, right? Like partners are supposed to like when we describe a partnership, right? It's an equal like um, I keep wanting to say the word like um, duplicity, like uh, duplicated. Du- no, reciprocated. Diplomatic. Fuck. No, God damn it. I meant to say reciprocated. Diplomat. No. Ambassador. Equally reciprocated. <laughs> Um, partnership, but I think hearing you say it's never going to be equal feels so validating that like oh, the, yeah. the equality in a relationship is really romanticized, right? That it has to be 50-50 yeah. and the hearing, hearing you say that it's like, nope, it doesn't have to be equal, but it's going to ebb and flow. There's going to be respect. There's going to be like, yeah. you know, responsibilities. And um, I think that's fucking incredible. So then I, how do you... Whoa, I've so, that like opened up a whole other box for me. No, yeah, let's let's say <laughs> one more time, so guys. Cool. It doesn't have to be equal. The household isn't wow. going to be equal. That she's wow. going to be doing more work, or he. Wow. I'm saying it's a man and a woman household. The, someone's going to be doing more work. It just wow. is going to happen, and it's so frustrating, especially so when the powerful. other when like one partner's like, "I'm doing everything," and it's like, yeah. oh, "You're not doing everything." Like, we try to stay away from those words. Everything, mm. always, never. Don't those a those a horseman of relationships. So we can do a whole segment on. The four horsemen of relationships. Perfect. Yeah, it's super Ooh. fun. <laughs> I, uh, I felt really fancy today when I, I was having a conversation with somebody and I used the word gluttonous. Like, oh, is that very like gluttonous of you? Like you're indulging oh, yeah, in gluttony. Gluttonous. 
What is gluttonous? Gluttony, gluttony is one of the seven deadly sins. And gluttony, oh. gluttony is like too much of everything. Oh, wow. Gluttony is like too much shopping, too much drinking, too much of this, too much of that. Just too much. Mm-hmm. Okay. And That's like cool. overindulging in the good feelings. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I said, I said to somebody, how gluttonous are you? <laughs> and they were like, oh. <laughs> oh my God. I'm surprised they knew what the fuck that meant. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes your I friends are different than mine, I, right I was just gonna say <laughs> very different conversations but um I didn't even know I knew that word either but anyways we're getting off topic so yeah back, um, back to relationship roles so yeah. I left off we talked about we both work so what yeah. our specific household works so I guess before I dive into that I want to make sure that people understand what the main thing we just said, like it doesn't have to be equal, but going mm. into planning the relationship roles, mm. they should you should try to make them equal. Mm. So going and, back to your original question, mm. no, what were you going to say? I was going to say, and there should be opportunity for it to be equal, right? I think that's a big one too of like, if there's yeah, no Yeah, but then someone goes to school, uh, someone goes to school and they can't take on any more responsibility that comes up. Mm. That sucks. That means every new job that pops up is mine. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just don't have time. Okay. I actually, mm. you know what? I plan to go to school in a year. So then you'll have to do that. It just. That's what I was just going to ask. So is it a give and a take of like, what am I willing to sacrifice so that this person has space to do this and I can pick up what they have and then vice versa? Like, do, is that how you imagine it? I think so. Mm. Um, I take on the finances mainly. So she if doesn't have to. If you say that one more time. That. <laughs> that's just like the main there i'm just going back to the three f's like the finances like they're so important i'm sorry i'm trying to laugh outwardly i keep you know what no that. i do have something to say <laughs> you had you had an abundance of money right we're gonna go there nick are we gonna get in a fight no 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 i'm just not you personally but didn't your family have money because i'm i'm asking because it could be related to my trauma why it's a big thing because i mean i didn't that was so well, I saw just over and over again arguments about money and mm. we don't have any. And now I felt it as a kid, like, oh, my God, we don't have any money. Mm. It's like that was such one of the main reasons, a lot of reasons why my parents' marriage yeah. failed. But that was a main reason. I understand what you're saying. No, I um, – so my family was very middle class growing up. Like my dad did work. And then my grandparents were very wealthy on both sides. Um, okay. But I never – I knew there was something. Mm-hmm. But we never saw any of that. Um until I didn't mean to come off aggressive. No, I was just very okay. curious. I was like, why know, is she laughing me. when I say this? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, but I, I think like it's interesting when you I hear you say like as a child, finances was my big need. Like when I was a child, food was my big need. Safety, security mm. was my biggest need. Like we had money, but I, it meant me going to the grocery store, me walking down to 7-Eleven, me doing okay. things like – to be able to feed us. So it was a little bit different. So, uh, yeah, because I had everything that mm. I needed, mm. but it was always like, well, now like mm-hmm. now I'm not going to be able to do this or mm. like here, like I, I'll just, sorry, you guys got to get a ride to school. I couldn't fill up our tank because I mm-hmm. fed you last night. It's like, oh my God, okay. Just like, and go if you're adults, go talk in a private room away from your yeah, kids about seriously. money. Like it's fucking annoying. So I'll try to stay away from that because I, I can feel myself taking it personally but i also am talking about like my personal relationship so it's just kind of like how it goes but yes i'm sorry i, di- I also didn't mean to attack your priorities because i never i never want to diminish what your priorities are i think i 
what I struggle with is relating is what I'm trying to say. I struggle with relating to you prioritizing finances and I've always wanted to like embody more of that from you but I I struggle sometimes when we talk about finances because it's not as present in my day-to-day as it is in yours so I guess if that's okay for me to say I think the reason I do that is because there's a lack of relatability I get that and I just kind of noticed early that um being poor is super super expensive Mm. so (laughs) money money can't really buy you happiness but like if you have been without money you're pretty miserable. You're so really looks... coming in with the powerful one-liners tonight, and I'm hearing Dang. I'm hearing you like <laughs> say powerful stuff. And fuck, this is your hour to shine. Like this is I no, this is my this is when I go to work. <laughs> this is my when my day starts. And I'm like floppy and like Nick, <laughs> don't stop talking about money, Nick. Uh, just have fun. I know. Let's I don't want to talk fun. about it. <laughs> it's really different energies. Um, fuck, <sighs> I know, I know, I know. Um. Okay, going forward yeah. with this relationship roles. Yes. So since, I'm just going to talk about my relationship. Okay. Since me and my partner both work, how do we now divide up the household stuff? Mm. Someone has to be in charge. So, <laughs> finances again, I'm in charge of everything outside the house. What I say goes, it's my responsibility. I can delegate whatever I want and okay. I need help. But anything new that comes up in regards to outside the house, the, the fence I had to put mm. up, our animals... The, the yard, money, the cars, health insurance, mm. car insurance, anything. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So Kayla is in charge of everything inside the house. Gotcha. Basically. But everything is split as well as we can. Um, if I see the dishes, I do the dishes. Mm-hmm. She, she needs help. She lets me know. But mm-hmm. she lets me know. If she doesn't let me know she needs anything, mm. if I take a quick scan, I think everything's good. There's nothing to do or she would have told me. Yeah. Right. And usually they feel, your partner will feel heard and it's huge to like when you're first starting out like you had asked how do you make that mm. change how do you talk about that just like um positive reinforcement always positive reinforcement mm. and you want to start if you're gonna make a complaint like hey this was awesome that you did that can we try this next time just you know give give one take one kind of thing because yeah. it can be really you've probably felt it like really um degrading mm-hmm. demeaning i don't know if someone's just constantly like, hey, now I need this, now mm. I need this, they can feel like you're just not enough. And that's right. You know, that's a tough hole to go wow. down. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I appreciate you making that point. And I think, I think I'm okay with us like closing there. I think we talked through so many different pieces of relationship roles and how each of us have experienced that and how our traumas have impacted how we see relationship roles and what we prioritize. Um, I think we can... I think we can close out. I appreciate that, Nick. Yeah, I do. I want yeah. a quick shout out to my wife who's yeah. completely like, and it's awesome because she's kind of go with the flow and I'm a little bit more rigid. Mm. So it's our relationship roles work out. Yes, I, mean. I, I agree. As Kayla's best friend and a <laughs> dear, dear best friend of Nick, you, Nick, you're Nick, I'm Kaylee. Um, I'm Nick, hello. I, I admire your relationship. I, I really, really do. I was, for our viewers... I helped Nick plan his proposal. I was the maid yeah, of honor in the was, wedding. Oh my and gosh. Like, Told you so many times so, the day of. After Nick proposed to Kayla, I said, Nick, I don't want to speak to you for two weeks. Like, I need some serious <laughs> space away from you because he was calling me every day, sometimes twice a day, yeah. like making sure things were still the way they were yesterday. And yeah, so it was. <laughs> I owe so many people for my success. <laughs> I didn't do it. I hardly did it. I would. <laughs> 
like you said earlier, I, I was just present. Yeah, I was present. You were just there. Yep. I just said, oh, you're better at me than this. Can you do this for me? Yep. Hey, you're better at me yep. than this. I'll pay you to do this. Perfect. <laughs> I think that's the way the world works. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, okay, I'm ready for our fuck one. I was really yeah. good. I'm ready for our fuck one, yeah. one, kill one. Okay, I, I introduce the next segment, so I'll just... All right, we're going to move on to our fuck Nick. one, marry one, kill one. <laughs> <laughs> Kaylee, Kaylee, shut uh, the fuck up. I'm actually Kaylee, running this. Fuck up. Just wait till I, yeah, just wait till I introduce it. Uh, um, okay, so here are the people. Okay. The surprise is already ruined, so. Oh, my God. They're men. You're so dramatic. I didn't know we were just doing women. I was just like, what should I do? Oh, I'll do men today. I like that. Um, Thank you, so much. I apologize for my wrong assumption. That was not cool okay, that so I assumed that. It's your, need, it's your need for control. I totally get it. Oh. I'm gonna kill oh. you, Nick. I, <laughs> just... And I feel so non-combative right now. And usually, I know. that I know. Would... it's too easy. What are you doing? I feel like rubber. <laughs> I know it's okay. It's I'm okay. Sorry. It's, we're almost done. We're almost done. Okay. Keep it up. Keep okay. It up. Um, okay. The three ones: Ryan Reynolds. Whoa. Yep. Ryan Gosling. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, and then Bradley Cooper. Oh. Okay. Easy. Go. I would. Kill Bradley Cooper. Don't talk to me, Bradley Cooper. Oh, wow. Um, okay. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I would marry Ryan Gosling and fuck Ryan Reynolds. I think that's fair. Right? Yeah, I'm going to have to kill Ryan Gosling. <gasps> He's just, I think the I'm going to have to fuck Bradley Cooper. Whoa. Ryan Reynolds is just so funny. I know he's going to make me happy forever. <laughs> <laughs> You two would honestly be really happy together. I think we'd actually be like oh, really wow. close. Really, that actually really makes me close. really happy. <laughs> same sense of humor, same sort of satire. Yeah. Like you can wear all the outfits together. That'd be like absolutely really special. And Bradley, that's a that's a tough one because I love Bradley. I don't Cooper, really like the Hangover Cooper. movies. Yeah, he's just so. F- I love his arrogance, and he's so like. Very dry yeah. humor. No, I, I understand why you would like Bradley Cooper, and I think he just was never never my taste. I think he's, like, fine, but in The Hangover, yeah. like, I don't think about Bradley Cooper as the star of that movie, you know? Like, I think... Okay, I do. Oh. So I'm like, yeah, yeah okay. he killed it. Okay. I think all three okay. of those guys really did a really good yeah. job together, but he's... I love... I just love looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> just like his... uh. What was the really sad movie? A Star is Born. Uh, you seen whoa, when yeah. he goes down his window? Whoa. He's like, hey, oh, I just want to look at you. <laughs> have you seen those? I have. You're so good at movie quotes. I am not that good at movie That's quotes. Funny. But I, wow. That was really good, Nick. Well done. That was a good one. Well done. Well, um, if anybody who is listening has recommendations for our next Fuck One, Marry One, Kill One, please message us on instagram send it into our gmail at traumadramapod at gmail.com um and thanks for listening we love you love you too